2: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, February 18th, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. All right. Oh, yeah, that is is not as enthusiastic a greeting
1: as we usually get from you, G-Man. It is not. It is not. I feel like um, having a mic in front of you after, like, something bad has happened just has the potential to, like ruin the rest of your life doesn't it it's just like this is what happened to Kramer I can feel it (laughs) Um,
2: maybe not as bad as that the league is not over Yeah, but uh, Arsenal were yeah they weren't they weren't great they They did not take chances and very sloppy mistakes so we're recording this um, Wednesday evening as I say just uh, after the Arsenal Man City game has finished and Gordo is in desperate need of Arsenal winning that league because he has an Arsenal and Napoli double from the just, beginning of the season. That what? How much did you stake on it? it?
1: Wasn't even much. No, it was a tenner. It's to return like to win like a grand. It's more than that. It's like eleven, eleven hundred quid. Uh, and uh, just and uh, this is before we enter. Dave is back, by the way. Just everyone. So Dave, do you want to do a little <laughs> introduction before we- before I have a forty minute moan about the fact that Andy keeps backing Arsenal. <laughs>
3: Carry on. Okay. Back, back him at the weekend to the of the villa if you want. Yeah. See <laughs>
1: I would I just would trust him more if he would just back Villa in that instance. Arsenal would go on and cruise that game. Um but no, apart from that though, we did have a very good weekend, me and you, Dave. So I mean Andy, yeah. I don't know. don't know why Andy Bird's showing up for this here. But um good to have you back, Dave.
2: Yeah, great sure. to have you back, Dave. And uh really, really good weekend, which we will which we'll recap. Um I say really good weekend. Not if you were me, but um, I did alright. The Super Bowl, we hit the we hit the underline on Chris Stapleton's <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> Everything was gravy. It was it was beautiful. It was an excellent moment. So as far as I'm concerned, the weekend was good, um, but not in terms of my picks from last week, which started with well, which ended with my banker with you two already having done the business, all waiting on Inter away at Sampdoria on Monday night. Um, the bet did not come in. It was a nil-nil draw in a game where Inter absolutely battered them. So four to nine banker shot fail.
1: Uh, I didn't. Um, my my banker was uh, Nice versus AC Ajaccio. Uh, I'd taken a Nice win. Nice won four to seven. So it was a it was a good price on this as well. Um, they're coming in a real real run of form at the moment um, and. Seem to be easily putting teams down. Uh, Dave, I believe you backed Nice this weekend as well. you,
3: <laughs> do you yeah. want to do it? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, my result was, uh, was Burnley against Preston, and uh, I had Burnley and uh, wanted to, and Burnley. Won the game 3-0 with a hat-trick through uh, Nathan Teller, who's on loan from Southampton. I'm sure Southampton fans would have loved him back. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool uh, but yeah, in, ter- in terms of the treble, it didn't matter to me anyway, because, for so- well, I still would have hurt uh, if Inter had won, I still would have been all right. But somehow, I managed to back the wrong Nice game. And I'd back the one this Saturday against uh, Reims the play in this Saturday.
1: Yeah, even money. I was like, wow, that banker's drafted <laughs> yeah. that. That's really... <laughs>
3: I, don't, I really don't know how I've managed. I've managed I've the wrong guy, but,
1: but we've all been there. Uh I've, backed, <laughs> I've still got horses going for this Cheltenham, so don't worry about it, Dave. So, um,
0: <laughs> you have still get Galvin for the Gold Cup? Oh, love
3: Galvin is right uh,
1: now. Five six hundred to one or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I not quite oh. for the bankers. Um, but me and you, Dave, we 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 landed ours there. But Andy's one was genuinely unfortunate. Like they they threw everything at them.
2: This is going to be a familiar story. My value pick from the weekend, Wolfsburg away at Schalke. And if you listen to last week's show, it's because Schalke just cannot score any goals ever. I didn't win this bet because it ended nil-nil. So I got the Schalke not scoring, but Wolfsburg even missed a penalty in the first 10 minutes. It was just... Oh, unfortunate and not good. Although, I am wondering if the reason that Schalke don't score any goals is because the officials always just rule them off. They get too varred off in the second half. Yeah. You didn't get. So,
1: yeah, there was no redemption in that pick when it came to.
2: But when that happened, I was like, right, this is clearly Schalke struggling at the bottom of the table. They've had two goals varred off. This is just written for Wolfsburg to go on and win this 1 0 now. It's obviously was going to happen. No, didn't happen. Another nil nil. And another loss for me. Uh
1: my only blemish of the weekend came in the value slot for me. This was Ascoli versus uh, Perugia. I, I mean I'd looked at this and I really, really liked Perugia here. They were they were big, big odds. Uh kind of 15 to 8, just shy of 2 to 1. Um they lost this game one 0 to a second half goal. Um 50-50 possession wise. That's about where the the similarities stop. To be honest, day uh, Ascoli had way more of the ball, way more shots and goal, way more. You know, they were just more in the game. So, uh, a bit disappointed with that one because it. I didn't say pick of the week, but I feel like if you listen to my my shouts on it, you'd have get you'd have got how enthusiastic I was about Perugia last weekend. But uh, not to be value wise, so that left us with Dave. How did your value go?
3: Yeah, my value is pretty good and it was uh, Cardiff against Middlesbrough in the championship and uh, Middlesbrough were 12-11 to and they uh, ran out 3-1 winners there. Uh, yeah, it went to 1-1, uh, but then um, Cameron Archer got his first goal uh, for Middlesbrough on loan uh, from the Villa. Doing pretty good, I believe. He scored tonight as well, I think. Uh, there were 2-1 up against Sheffield United last time I looked. I don't know what score is now, but uh, yeah, Roland McGray got got the third. And if you were, if you were waiting on that early out, you had to wait till the ninetieth minute. But <laughs> you would have got it. It
1: landed but. anyway.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Landed. Very well done, Dave. At it again. Banker and value in. Great stuff. Uh, on to the outsiders. We had three out of three last week, so that was really good. Um, looking to do that again. However, I didn't help with this. My outsider lost Queen's Park away at Morton. They took an early lead. And one of my friends is a season ticket holder with Queen's Park, goes home and away. They gave away two goals in the space of a minute. It was, it was horrible. It got an alert in like the 20th minute and then the 21st minute that it had gone from 1-0 Queen's Park to 2-1 Morton. And apparently their goalkeeper just shipped the jerseys both times. Um, game ended up being a 3-2, Morton wins. So pretty disappointed because I tipped this up at 9-5. to and they actually kicked off at something like 11-8, to eight, maybe even less than that. So certainly on the right side of the bet in terms of the value and the pregame price, but not a good result.
1: I did a good one in the old outsider slot. This was uh, via the lead versus Osasuna. I did not have the luxury of sending us uh, having a friend as a season ticket holder here. Um, yeah, I, I called this game as being a draw and specifically a 0-0 draw, and it and it was a 0-0 draw. Um, Yeah, a game where both teams, like, I went back and watched the highlights and I was like, maybe, you know, maybe it was quite a game. (laughs) Hunters. (laughs) It was was like, listen to the stats of this game. This is what got me. Goal attempts, 18 to 15. (laughs) What? Uh, Shots on goal, 5 to 4. And now with Flash scores, updated XG ratings in there. So the expected goals were 1.6 to 0.82. Um. Yeah, a result that both teams probably would be happy with, and that's kind of where I was going with this. Both teams will see it not losing ground um, and picking up points where perhaps their rivals didn't in there uh, via the lead at only three points above the relegation zone. Um, but those three points are covered by five teams. So <laughs> a point at this t- at this time of the season is good. Um, so yeah, 0-0 draw. That came in. Uh, the, the odds of the draw, 21-10 to it kicked off at, so, so just over 2-1. to Um the nil nil was, was six to one. Uh, sorry, nil nil was six to one and I had a tenor on it, so that was quite pleasant indeed. That was uh, an excellent
2: pick, Gordon, especially because you say you mentioned nil nil, but you were pretty adamant it was going to be nil nil. And it's not like you hit out with a correct score all the time. This was you know, you were very specific about this. So congratulations on that. It was a tremendous pick. I
1: was chuffed with that one, which led us on to Dave's uh his, his foray to Spain. Dave, how was the holiday?
3: Yeah, sadly, I haven't got my... He's got a season ticket for Ibiza, <laughs> either. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Ibiza against uh, Pong And uh, I like Pong at 13-5. But this game ended a 1-1 draw, where uh, Ibiza took the lead in the 11th minute. And uh, to be fair, I had they got uh, Hernandez, a forward, had an eventful 20 minutes. He had a goal disallowed uh, for handball. Then he gets booked... And then he gets an equalizer on the 69th of the minute. So he had a good game. But uh yeah, the, the Pomverdinic couldn't find the winner. I mean the boss the possession. First half they had 72% possession, second half sixty-four percent. But couldn't find that winner, so no winner for me on the outsider. And still so one
2: one out of three. That's yeah, okay. If you backed all bad. the outsiders, you've made a you, you know, you've made a profit there with your twenty one out of ten shout very slight profit of point 0.1 of a unit but still
0: right, unit, that's, point, that's, 0.1 of a unit <laughs> still, still
2: profitable that outsider slot has done us very well this season on to the charity picks. so this is a pick from each of us and then a tenner on the treble any proceeds go to a charity ah, it didn't it didn't come in this week I've I've gone zero for four this week absolutely horrendous Genk versus Antwerp took the home win because Genk were almost even money and you know they've just been wonderful this season um, they've won all their home games apart from one uh, which was a draw now they also have a home loss to add to that record first home loss of the season in what was it, actually a really closely contested match, uh, Genk had more of the ball and, and shots but both teams had three shots on target and Antwerp managed to score one of them so a 1-0 win for Antwerp in a, a charity killer for me
1: Napoli Jr. helped me out. So this is the Sierra B. This is Frozen versus Citadella, almost mirroring what's happening in the, the 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 big Italian league. They're they're just tearing through teams at the moment. They won this game 3-0. Kind of best thing that can happen for a game. Uh, it's going to go, and then your opposition immediately getting a man sent off. There's, there can't really be much <laughs> better there. It's not as if you have to chase the game. You can just sit back and play the football you want. They ran out three, uh, 3-0 three winners in here. Um, they look good again this weekend. Um I, I'm gonna keep backing them forever. Um and I'm just I'm buzzing for them to get into the Sierra A to be benevental for us again. So they they we always champion a team from Sierra B uh, and I feel frozen only are are gonna be this year's sweethearts. But yeah, so a Charity came in for me. price wasn't fantastic. Um kicked off of just under even money at five to eight. Uh, I start our tips to uh, um I think it was about four to six. Uh, Andy, would that be the would that be the test Two to three at the time ended up kicking off at five five to uh, ended up kicking off at five to six, so it drifted out. But uh, yeah, I was locked in from when I put on Wednesday, so <laughs> that's just how it works. So Dave, how did you do in the charity slot?
3: Yeah, uh, so I had uh, it was Leeds against United in the Prime on Sunday, and uh, I fancied United at four to five. Uh, I was a bit worried after the midweek game when they were. uh 2-0 down in this fixture, but they managed to get a 2-0 draw, and uh, this guy, they managed to get a 2-0 win Man United. Uh, to be fair to Leeds, they-, they looked all right, They caused United a few problems, but uh not their chances, and then uh, Rashford opens the scoring with what seems like about his 90th goal in 90 games, or <laughs> however well he's doing it. Uh, He's got Edda and then uh, Garnasho, he, he, he looks good, player today. Young kid, Argentinian, uh, managed to score a good goal put them two nil up, and that was it. So the game out pretty well. United,
2: yeah, great picks. Dave and Gordo both going three or four for the week. Um, in, in a different manner, but very well done to both of you. Um it's already been pointed out, but I went zero for four. So, Gary, if you've got that uh, that donuts, thing you should have had for Gordon a couple of weeks ago.
1: <laughs> my turn this week. That's yeah. it. We don't we don't often have a donut. To be honest, I think it's almost no. it's it's as hard as four out of four. Because it's maybe harder. maybe because like you're yeah four out of four. You have to an outsider in there. You basically I guess you're doing the inverse, aren't you? Your banker became an outsider. Your value was a flip. Your bank charity was a flip. And uh, yeah, your outsider had to be effectively a banker land. And so, um, yeah, n- not good for us, but hey-ho.
2: Can't win them all, uh, but but well done to you too. And some really good picks in there and the correct score shout was was tremendous as well. And uh, hopefully some of our Patreons also got on the over-under at the Super Bowl for the ter- the National Anthem. I know that we talked a lot about it in the Facebook group. Um, and I was, uh, I just loved that bit so much, so much fun. Uh, and there was a lot of good chat on the Facebook group as well about the Super Bowl. I certainly made some money backing the Kansas City Chiefs uh, to to win that game. Uh, so all, all came good there. Uh, if you fancy becoming a member of the Patreon, it's £6 a month. Uh, helps keep us going as a going concern. And you get some a whole lot of cool stuff back. So you get this podcast as a video podcast as soon as we release it. Instead of the advert that's coming up, you get the middle section where we're going to talk about picks that we liked for the weekend but didn't really make uh, the official picks of the show. Um, I'll also be talking this week specifically about the Japanese J-League season, which is about to start this weekend. Um, Maybe a couple of season-long bets in there. And we also do special podcasts for the big events when it comes to horse racing, golf um, and darts, as, as as well as some other things that Gordo's particularly interested in. Baseball like, too. Uh, in US, You're missing
1: baseball out of there.
2: Oh, we've got baseball too. Oh, yeah, the MLB season is coming up dead soon. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, So, yeah, loads of stuff. Come and join us on Patreon. You also get the cheat sheet, which is all the picks written down. There's this sales pitch done. Um, Now, if you're listening to us on the Standard Sports Social Podcast Network, you're about to get an advert. If you're on Patreon, we'll see you for the middle section. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, February 18th, 2023. So a banker pick from each of us, a value pick from each of us, an outsider pick from each of us, and then one bet each for the charity treble that we will combine, put on the threefold, and all proceeds will go to a charity, which we will announce next week, should the bet come in. Uh, Dave and Gordon will be looking to keep up their tremendous run of form after Good Weeks last week. I will be looking just to get one, I
0: guess.
2: (laughs) And Let's get that one with the banker pick. Saturday, 1pm in the German Dritte Liga, so the third league in German football, three-dot Liga, um, it will say on your sports betting apps, for Zwickau versus Hilversburg. Um, I had Elversberg in the Patreon middle section last week as the other pick that easily could have been my banker uh, instead of Inter Milan and they ran out 3-0 home winners against Oldenburg so I'm not going to make the same mistake twice so I'm going to have them as my banker this week um, away at Zwickau and the odds are 5-8. to eight. They're top of the Drita Liga by 9 points they've got 53 points from 22 games, scored 56 goals that's the league highest, conceded Only 18, that's the league lowest. Um, And they also head up the leagues away from home table, having taken 23 points from 10 away matches this season. So they're just absolutely tearing the drift league up. Their opponents, Zwickau, are 17th in a 20-team league with four relegation spots. So they're in those relegation places. They only have 20 points from 22 games and they've only managed 11 points from 10 home games this season, so they basically take as many as at home as at the road, they're not particularly good um, in their home stadium Form-wise Elversberg 12 points from the last 5 matches, Vickau only have 4 The teams haven't been in the same league since 2016, so the only real head-to-head match of any note was when the teams met at Elversberg's ground earlier this season, Elversberg won the match 5-0 so this should just be a comfortable Elversberg win, and it's big odds of five to eight.
1: So I had a look at this pick; I have no dispute of it. I think it's a it's a really good pick in here. And just to mention that, um, do you remember we had a couple of Scottish guys playing at Bayern too? If you get Liam Morrison and uh, and mm-hmm. John covered them quite a bit. The guy they were always assisting called Yannick Rochelle. Um, he's in there. He's in this team, and he's like one yeah. of these guys who's like been given tiny bit of game time before and then Elversberg like fuck it he's much better than anyone in this league play him 22 games 10, 9 goals 9 assists <laughs> like he's just yeah. he's been on form so yeah it was interesting I was having a look through the teams prior to this but I think it's a good pick in there and I'm glad you've moved them to the main show Um, speaking of picks that uh, should be main show contenders um, I talked about in the midsection a little bit for uh, patrons how I think Frozen only are the Sierra B Napoli and backing the real Napoli on Friday night. Uh, they are playing against Sassuolo uh, in an early an early game for the podcast here. So it's uh, 7.45. Napoli are running away with the Sierra A. Um, every team around them has fallen away. Uh, terror as Andy, uh, was unfortunately on the other end of. They dropped points. They're now on 44. Napoli are on 59 points. You know, they, they are streets ahead of anyone else in this league. Um, Sasso Will were in 15th, just above the relegation zone, uh, taking twenty-four points from twenty-two games. Um Napoli are free scoring, they hardly concede. Um when they do, they rectify it pretty quickly. Um they ran out three. I didn't back them last week because they were playing against Cremonese, who are actually the worst team in the league, uh, and were like one to nine to do so. So no value there. There's value in getting them against Sasso all over here four to seven or six to eleven, you'll get them at different different bookmakers. But yeah, I, I they just having Victor Osumen and Kratchwila, who um I really hope both get Premier League moves so we can see a lot more of at the moment. Um it is just a bit of a cheat code. Victor Osuman's got 17 goals so far this season and Kratchwila has nine, but he's got nine assists in there as well. So he's on that Eversberg hype for uh, my, my man there. Anyway, really like uh, really like Napoli in this spot here. You will get them at four to seven. Not much else to say about it. Dave, where are we going for bankers? Uh,
3: we're heading to uh, League One Saturday at three o'clock, and it's uh, Ipswich against uh, Forest Green. And uh, I'm going to take Ipswich at two to seven. Uh, Ipswich sit fourth at the minute. Uh, they've got fifty-seven points from their thirty-one games. Whereas uh, Forest Green, Rock Bottom, uh, 24th, they've only got 22 points from there, 22 games. Um, to be honest, I- Ipswich, uh, they've drawn their last three league games, uh, slipped away a bit from that automatic promotion and uh, got overtaken by Bolton in the league. Uh, so th- they're looking for a winner. And uh, when you're looking for a win, there's not many better sides to play than the team that's bottom of the league. Uh, so, certainly, uh you can see him getting a win here. When Forest Green, uh, their, la- their last win came on the 10th of December against Cheltenham. Uh, since that, they've had 10 losses and two draws in all competitions. And you look at Forest Green, uh, if you've looked at their-, their games recently, they've conceded goals in the 89th minute for an equaliser. Uh, the, they conceded an equal charge in the 95th minute and then uh, a winner uh, in the 96th and then another goal uh, in another game in the 98th minute. So that all even says to me that there's a lack of concentration to play at a full game or they're just not fit enough to... Or
1: uh, well, the whole 98th game. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, you know, Ipswich are ranked... Ranked second for goals in the league here and uh they're averaging one point eight um a goal a game and uh forest green haven't kept a clean sheet in the last 12 games. So I think uh you know, like I say Ipswich it, need the win here to get the promotion uh automatic back on track, and I think they'll do it here against uh Forest Green. And uh have know uh Forest Green manager is
1: I don't actually who's the Forest Green manager?
3: I thought Andy would know. Thought he might be a bit of a hero. Uh, Doug Ferguson, yeah, recently, yeah, no, recently
2: taking it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was chat. there's chat from Dundee United fans that they want, they want him up here. But we, we need someone that's got real experience to steady our ship just now. Um, so maybe I don't know if he'd even want that job. Surely he's trying to. You'll, you'll have his sights on on bigger ambitions after building from Forest Green.
3: They might be tagging Forrest grade down.
1: So. <laughs> so yeah, I think might those be. are three good picks in there. So Andy, what are we What are we combining to?
2: Wins for Elversburg, Napoli and Ipswich this weekend combined to 2.26 to 1, which is pretty good. There's a couple of big big price ones in there, uh, better than 1 to 2 with Elversburg and Napoli. And then hopefully an early payout banker in Ipswich. So looking good for this weekend. On to the value picks then. Um, I am back in the Danish Superliga, which has made a return. Um, there hasn't been Superliga games since before the World Cup. Talk about a long winter break. Um, actually quite ridiculous. Uh, but Sunday at 1pm UK time, Lingby play Norgeland and the away win for Norgeland is 7-10. to um, So that's top of the league, Norgeland and bottom of the league, Lingby. So Norgeland lead the league by three points, having amassed 35 points from 17 matches. Lingby dead last, only eight points from 17 games. That's a really poor total. Um, League form doesn't really factor into this too much. uh, I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. Because the last time league games were played was the weekend of November 13th. Um, However, Norgeland led the five-game form table with 11 points and Lingby only had 3 points when the league the league split for winter um, No surprise, Norgeland lead the away from home table, they've got 15 points from 8 away matches, Lingby bottom of the home game table only 3 of their total 8 points uh, have, have, have come at home, so they're just not even good at home at all uh, I think if there hadn't been such a long break in Denmark, you would see Norgeland's odds here a hell of a lot shorter uh, yeah, I still consider them to be stick-on favorites to win the game. So I think there's plenty of value backing them at seven to ten.
1: Nice one. Um my value pick, I know that Andy also likes, uh, which may be a good or bad thing for us. Generally, <laughs> when we like it, we will like a pick, it's shite. But um <laughs> this here is Air versus Partick Thistle. And I think you're getting here at the, the ridiculous odds at the moment of 13 to 10 in the value slot. So Partick Thistle have just sacked their manager and Ian McCall after a very narrow loss to Rangers at 3-2. And you could say, oh, Partick are due their new manager bounce. I don't think that's what this is. He's went out after a good result, not even a bad one. Um, there's clearly been things going on with the board at Partick Thistle and a lot of people are not very happy about it. I've actually went and watched Partick Thistle two out of the last four weeks because uh, my brother fancied going to see them. And one time... They scored a last-minute goal against Morton to scrape one home, and the other time they lost 1-0 to Hamilton, who had one shot on target. They're not very good, and that's at home. Um, they have to play an air team who, Dave, you might know their striker, considering he played in your previous leagues. Yemi. Uh, um So Akiniemi played for uh, Welling, Dulwich Hamlet, Bishop Stratford St Albans, Aldershot, Stevenage, those kind of teams. But he didn't... He had a great year last year at Welland, scoring 16 goals in 14 games. And he's came up here and just torn the league apart. He's the top goal scorer by a mile, scoring 15 goals in 23 games, six assists. He's just a big unit and a really difficult guy to defend against. I've seen him play a couple of times now because Air are continually featured as the the Friday night game. Um generally, it's it's air playing someone. They just they, they tend to pick that up. Um yeah. Partick this will be relying on Brian Graham who's a bit injured at the moment as well. He didn't even start against Hamilton. Um, Air's home record's pretty good against Partick. Uh, out of the last five games, they've won three of them. Um, they won the last one in twenty. They won the last two in twenty twenty two when they played four two and three one. So the games tend to contain a lot of goals. But thirteen to ten is a big price for Air at home this weekend. Um, and I, I think I'll, I'll be having a bit of that. So. Thirteen to ten for a year. Where are you, Dave? And what have we got? Uh
3: I'm I'm standing in League One and uh it's Accrington at home to Shrewsbury. And um I like Shrewsbury uh seven to five, you can get Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury in eighth at the minute, uh they've took they've got forty eight points from thirty one games, whereas uh Accrington at twenty second, they've only took twenty seven from their twenty nine games. Shrewsbury are fourth in the form table. They've taken 13 points from the last five, only conceding three goals. Whereas uh, Aki have only took two points from their five, and they've only scored two goals. <laughs> so that, uh, doesn't, that doesn't tell you a lot. Uh, great for them. But uh, again, Shrewsbury have got a, a good away record as well. They're, uh, they've took 22 points from their 15 away games. And uh, They haven't actually lost in their last four away games, whereas Accrington's home record isn't great. It's the 22nd worst home record in the league. They've took 14 points from their 14 home games. Um, Shrewsbury as well, not lost a league game since the 1st of January. they would won six straight until uh, they got a draw with Exeter last night. Uh, but, you know, they've been on a great run here and, and Accrington are just, just falling and falling and falling, slipping down that league. They, they didn't start too badly, Accrington. They're putting a few results together, but you know, recently they, they got beat by teams all around them, like Morecambe and, and teams like that. And they're, they're slowly slipping down. So, yeah, I can certainly see Shrewsbury picking up a winner. Nice
1: one.
2: Sounds good. So the value treble, should you wish to combine the three teams, FC Norgeland, Air United and Shrewsbury, 8.28 to one, which is pretty high. Getting close to that 10 to one just for the for the value treble. On to the outsiders. This is probably we've been very, very good this season. Gordon nailed one last weekend. A, a correct score one as well. All yes. the way up it. Six to one. Love it. Um, so for my outsider this week, I am picking quite a late game in the day. This is Monday evening at 6 p.m. So it's it's still part of the weekend. Gordon, you've set that precedent. When when we run the ACA group, the weekend's Friday to Monday. You know, because Monday night football would be part of the weekend's card back in the day with Andy Gray and Richard Keyes. You know, that would be Included in it's the weekend. It's, so.
1: it's, uh, it's nice that you see you're going back to a well that served you so well as well before packing a, another game on Monday night. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> what, what have you got? Who
2: you got in here? Right. So, 6 pm Monday evening, it's the German third division, the Dritte Liga again uh, for VFB Oldenburg versus Hallischer. Now, this is a meeting of two teams that are struggling in the Drita Liga. Oldenburg are in 16th place on 21 points, whereas Hallesher are dead last on 17 points from their 22 games. Oldenburg lost last week to my banker pick of this week, Elversburg. So Elversburg beat Oldenburg 3-0 last week. But everyone loses to Elversburg, so I'm not that bothered about that. Form-wise, Oldenburg have managed five points in the last five games, scoring five times, conceding nine. Whereas Hallisher have only managed one point, scoring four goals, but conceding a massive 15 goals. Um, 10 of Oldenburg's points have come at home this season. Doesn't sound awe-inspiring, but it's a hell of a lot better than the one point that Hallisher have managed to collect from 10 away matches. That is true. (laughs) Hallisher's last nine games across all competitions have been eight losses in one draw. They are on a serious run of getting beaten. Um, their last away game was a fortnight ago and they get thumped 7-1 at the hands of Dresden. So, in my opinion, looking at where the two teams are in the league, okay, Oldenburg are, are higher in the table. The current form, Oldenburg are are doing better than Hallesher, are on a terrible run. The odds here should be a lot closer. And it's mental that Hallesher are favourites here, being bottom of the league, disastrous run of form. And the away side, so I think there's good value in backing Oldenburg at fifteen to eight, almost two to one for the home win. But it is two very bad teams playing each other, so you know this this isn't one to try and find a live stream of if it even exists.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you if you if you contact the club's press secretary, it might give you a game. Is that what you're saying at this point? <laughs>
0: Maybe. Um,
1: I mean, yeah. I'll go for it, fifteen to eight, almost two to one. You know, my opinion on outsiders that, that don't meet the two to one threshold. Um I've got an outsider that's bang on the old two to one threshold. Yeah, this two
2: this two to one threshold you made up last week. Like we've been running this podcast for over five years. And, and you say that as if it's been some sort of long standing thing. I'm sure you've had outsiders where they were they weren't even the actual outsider in the game.
1: I mean that that is correct right <laughs> but I did just hit a 6 to 1 correct score so you did <laughs> I'll I'll go back to just selecting another good outsider here and um, and this is a game that I find quite hard to describe there's just a lot of factors uh, going on here that, that I think lead it towards a draw it's basically a rock and a hard place um this is laganish versus las palmas uh, in the spanish second division la liga 2 and I really fancy a draw in this game um las palmas are the best team in the league they're they're playing away from home. Uh, they've taken fifty two points from their twenty seven games. Laganish have taken twenty seven. Uh, they've taken thirty eight points from their twenty seven games they've played. Um, Laganish get all their points at home when they play games. They're just a resolute team. In the last, they haven't lost or won or drawn a game by more than a singular goal either side of it in nineteen since beating Wrexham in a preseason friendly. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 19 games of just like they keep it tight whatever they do you know they don't massively lose they don't massively win last palmas is away form is the best in the uh, in la liga 2 uh, over the last uh, sorry is the best in la liga 2 24 points from 13 games um they struggled over the last 2 weeks um they did a 0-0 draw with burgos cf um they got beaten in the cup by lanusia who are one of those RFEF Division 9 teams that, that, you know, as soon as you get relegated to La Liga 2, you disappear off to. Um, yeah. And they drew 0 0 with um, Real Oviedo in there. They beat Villarreal B and they beat Udi Ibiza, who we were talking about last week, Dave. They just haven't been very convincing away from home um, of recent. You know, they, they were good to start the season. And Laganes would be really happy with a draw here. Uh, and Las Palmas, I don't think, would be too bothered about that at all. Um, Laganas' home record against the teams towards the top of the team has them drawing games they drew against Levante who are up there too and I think at 2-1 to one, a draw in this game looks very likely to be. So Andy, what you got?
2: No, no, I was just going to give you a hard time for picking a draw because it means like you're negating Bet365s or not taking advantage <laughs> of a potential early payout offer before
1: realising I'd picked a game in a league that doesn't even qualify for that <laughs> offer so I was going to keep my mouth shut. Fair, fair. Um, but yeah, this is this is a game that like is another drudgery Spanish game that uh, you'll struggle to find anyone that remembers it long in the tooth. Got a correct score for us, G-Man? You know, I, see, this is the thing. I'm not going to make it a regular thing, try to back correct scores here. Uh, I don't have a score in mind in the game, to be honest. I just think it'll end up a draw. Um, yeah, <laughs> these are not teams that generate plenty of goals. <laughs> um, Dave, where are you? Are you back from your holiday yet? year, Are
3: you? Yeah, we're, uh, we're certainly back from the holiday, and uh, we're in it. We're definitely in uh, a three six five payout league. Uh, we're standing in League One again, and it's uh, Bristol Rovers against Burton again, Saturday three o'clock. And uh, I'm going to take the away side, Burton, at eleven to five. Uh, Burton in nineteenth. Uh, they took thirty one from thirty. Bristol City are in fourteenth. They took thirty eight from thirty one. But uh, recent form, uh, Burton have taken nine points from their last five, whereas Bristol are rock bottom in the form table. They've only took one point from five, where they've conceded 10 goals. They've only scored one. Uh, you know, Br- Bristol are okay. Mid-table, home form. Uh, they've, t- they've got 20 home points from their 15 games. Uh, but this is a Bristol side that haven't won since the 7th of January. And they've lost five and drawn one, uh, which was a draw with Ipswich last night since then. there was nil nil. But the teams have lost too. like They've lost to MK Dons. They've lost to Akron from Stanley. They got absolutely hammered by Morecambe, 5-1. They've lost to Lincoln. Whereas, uh, whereas Burton got beat by Portsmouth last night. Uh, but before that, they've won uh, the three straight games. Uh, they're averaging 1.3 goals a game. Uh, you're looking at Bristol team that haven't scored in the last three games. And Joey Barton's gone to that, like, he's just moaning about everything. If you've watched, like, any of his press conferences the last few games at Bristol, it's like everything is just, like, going against them. It's not actually anything to do with the fact that he can't manage a football team. It's like... The balls yeah, weren't
1: hard enough. The net was a bit yeah. off.
3: Yeah. He, he was like, last, w- last week, when the last he was saying, uh, oh, you think VAR's bad in the Premier League? L- look at the refs in uh, League One. And you're like, well, yes, obviously they're not as good as the refs in the Premier League. <laughs> but like, that's why they're in League One. But yeah, he's it, just finding any any excuse at the minute that isn't like, the fact that just Bristol Rovers aren't playing well at the minute. So yeah, I'm quite happy to slap Burton
2: Ideal. So there are our three outsiders for the week. VFB Oldenburg, a draw in Laganis versus Las Palmas, and a Burton Albion win away at Bristol Rovers. Combining them, I always put the outsiders on as a trick, say, so that if we get two out of three, still get a decent return. But the treble returns 26.6 to one. So we're all sitting around that two to one mark this weekend. Okay, gents, on to the charity bet. We still haven't landed one in 2023. Um, OK, it's a reasonably small sample size and it was my fault it didn't come in last weekend. So I'll be backing it this weekend. Um, and I am going to, I've got a lot of picks in Germany this weekend. And the, my charity pick is also in Germany, although we're a couple of divisions higher up. So Sunday at 2.30pm in the Bundesliga, the top flight of German football for Union Berlin versus Schalke. And the home win for Union is 5-8. to eight. Union are still right at the top end of the Bundesliga after a brilliant come-from-behind, away-from-home victory against RB Leipzig last weekend. Uh, They were 4-1 just to win that game, um, which Gordon pointed out during the Patreon section of last week's show. Um, So a good 4-1 winner, but would have been even bigger in play. Uh, They've got 42 points from 20 games and they're only one point behind top of the league Bayern Munich, so Union are having a tremendous season. Schalke are dead last in the table with only 12 points from 20 matches, despite picking up a point with that 0-0 draw at Wolfsburg last weekend. And it was a 0-0 draw. They just can't score goals. They've only managed to score 14 times across their 20 league games this season, and they've only scored once in their last five matches, but they've conceded nine Union are flying at the moment, they're deadly at home, they've got 23 points from 9 home games this season, which is the best home game record in the league Schalke have only managed 3 points away from home all season, so they're bad away from home, as well as just being bad in general. Everything here points to a Union win, they're 5-8 to and considering that reason, that's big enough for me to put them in the charity bet and hopefully just get this one in so Union Berlin for me this week Nice one
1: um, I, I'm gonna offset your your um slightly easier charity pick with uh with one at pretty big odds of seventeen to ten. Um so I really like Sued Tirol and Sierra B this weekend, uh, to to beat Cosenza. Um so Sierra B, a, a, a little brief run through then. We've talked about who's at the top. Let's talk about who's at the bottom. It's Cosenza. They've taken twenty-two points from their twenty-four games. Um Scoring twenty, conceding thirty-seven. Tirol are such a stoky team in this league. They are fifth in the uh, Sierra B. Twenty-seven goals scored, twenty-six conceded, thirty-nine points taken. If they don't win a game one-nil, they don't win the game. That's really <laughs> how it goes for them. Um, they've been really good over the last five weeks. Um, Winning four, drawing one. And their, their draw in there came against uh, Como, who you might know have ses Fabregas and Luis Binks and all those players. They've kinda, they kind of went with the whole, not cream of the crap, but they just signed lots of players that might fancy hanging about beside like Como for an entire year because it's a pretty gorgeous part of the world. Um, yeah, so I really fancy Sud-Tiro here. Um, they're up in fifth in the league. You know, They could be with a win here. Uh, up into second if if results go their way they're tied uh, with Barry and Regina on 39 points and with Genoa um who have 42. So that you know they're right up there towards the top of the league. Um Cosenza haven't been fantastic of recent um so there's so, you know, the second form team in the league. I just think that 17 to 10 is far too big a price for a team that have already turned over better opposition than this away from home. I backed him a couple of weeks ago in my outsider slot um and they beat Pisa 1 0. Uh, I think it was about 3 1 or 2 1 in that in that area there. Um and I think this is another game they'll be thinking we get this one nil up and we just hold. We hold. <laughs> they did it last time from a third minute goal, so let's see them do it again. So um Cosenza versus Suduro, Suturo away at 17 to 10. Dave, how do we round out the show? Are you four, four out of four in, in England here?
3: Uh, Yeah, we're in England, but uh, we're moving up from League One and uh, we're moving into the Premier League. Again, it's a Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff. And I need to stop doing this because my mates are going to start thinking I'm a secret Wolves fan. (laughs) Uh, It's it's Wolves against Bournemouth, and uh, I'm going to type Wolves there at Andy's favourite odds of 2-3. to
2: (laughs) How dare you! Of of all the people that appear on this show, Dave, I would have expected that from you the least.
3: (laughs) Uh, but you can get uh, Wolves here at 15th. Uh, they've, they've taken 23 points from their 22 games. Whereas Bournemouth are in 19th. Uh, they've only taken 18 from their 22 games. Wolves' form lately has been excellent. They're, they're third in the form table. They've taken uh, 10 points from their last five. Uh, their home form's really picked up as well. They the beat West Ham at home obviously beat Liverpool at home the last league game. And then uh, last week they were down to ten men and uh managed to get that win against Southampton that yeah, it was saw a good win, uh, saw Nathan Jones sacked for Southampton. Whereas Bournemouth for twentieth uh, in the form table that they've only taken two points from five, which you know a good point against Newcastle last week. But uh yeah that... Bournemouth's uh, away record is, is terrible as well. They've taken five points from their 11 away games and they've conceded 32 goals in those 11 games and only scored nine. Um, yeah, Bour- Bournemouth haven't won a game since they beat Everton in uh, the 12th of November. and Beating Everton then was uh, no shakes, really, was it, when Lampard was still in charge. And they've, they've got seven losses and two draws since then. Um, yeah, you know, Wolves got a decent record as well against Bournemouth with uh three wins and two draws. Uh, so yeah, I, I think they're on the up air, Wolves, and I'm uh, quite happy to stick with them.
1: I think it's a good pick getting them at eight to 12, that was a good price. So, uh, Andy, what have you got? At?
2: <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there, a maths joke. Couldn't, go any, ha-
1: couldn't go any higher than that, was just trying to think ahead <laughs> with it. Um, But yeah, so what are we we shaking the charity treble out at this week then?
2: So wins for Union Berlin, Sud Tyrol and Wolverhampton Wanderers work out at 6.26 to 1. So over 70 quid for a charity next week should we manage to hit our first charity treble of the year, which I'm confident in doing so. Got some good picks on this week's show. If you fancied backing all 12 picks, ram them all together, just over 6,000 to 1.
1: Another. One day banker in there, that's what that is
2: One day the mega will happen If you need a reminder of what all the picks were um, you can join us on Patreon, one of the benefits of being a member of the Trample Bet Club there is you get a cheat sheet with all the picks written down so you don't have to remember everything so patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet or search Trample Bet on the Patreon app We also have a Facebook group, come along join the conversation free to join, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook, loads of good chat in there from all the members, all the listeners and all the contributors to the show. Um, great, some great chat about the Super Bowl over the weekend um, and there's all sorts of different sports discussed in there, so do join us and become part of the conversation. One thing I forgot to mention during the middle section, it's reasonably big news, Dave, up here in Scotland, maybe not so down south but our First Minister is resigning after eight and a bit years in charge. Nicola Sturgeon has uh, announced today that she will be Giving up her position as First Minister of Scotland, so the books have opened. Uh, William Hill for the next First Minister, Gordo. Do you have any thoughts on that at all?
1: I just thought you were going to say something on this, and she'll be on next week to discuss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now she's got some free time. Yeah, we'll it. get we'll, we'll get Nicole on the podcast. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I, I have genuinely no clue who's going to take it. I do have one bet on it already. Um, with Kate Forbes um, uh, being the potential, Twos. did uh, you
2: get as high as
1: two to one for Kate four. Forbes? So, oh, you got uh, better than two. Yeah, it drifted out. Um, so, yeah, the old Kate Forbes Arsenal double. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: but no, Kate Forbes Tommy Fury double. <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so I, that's I, the only thing I can think of in there. But but you, I believe you have some. Shouts.
2: I have a no, I just have a very speculative fiver on Michael Matheson at forties. I mean, enough. It, it's a two-horse race, really, between Angus Robertson and Kate Forbes. But then looking through the rest, who are all sort of 10 to 1 onwards, um, yeah, his was the only name that stood out as a realistic contender that wasn't one of those two. So fair enough. I'll uh, I'll I'll just throw that in there. You know, I like to waste the occasional fiver and some novelty politics betting good man (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's the show for this week Um, it's been a late night Uh, thank you very much Dave for joining us at this time on a Wednesday evening
3: it's been brilliant guys thank you yeah it's
2: been really good fun and Gordo thanks as always and thanks to all of our listeners hope you've enjoyed the show best of luck with your sports betting this weekend we'll see you next week happy hunting bye bye the Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnon, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.